more money, more money, more money. But where are we going to get it? The word picnic is racist, and cancel culture is alive and well. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, welcome to Dumbasses Talking Politics. This is Gene. How you guys doing today? All right, so <coughs> in a bipartisan vote on Monday night, uh, joined by dozens of Republicans, the Democratic controlled House of Representatives passed a bill that would increase the COVID-19 recovery, what they call stimulus, which is stupid, from $600 to $2,000. The bill passed in a 275 to 134 vote. Uh, 44 Republicans actually supported the vote. Now, here's where things get kind of weird. Under the legislation, legislation. Eligible adults and children would receive $2,000, with individuals making up to $75,000 and married couples with an income of $150,000 would be getting the full amount. The relief checks would decrease on the above thresholds, so everyone will get a relief check. Adult dependents, like college students, disabled people, elderly relatives would be eligible for the $2,000 uh, payment. Now, this is coming after we talked about this all day yesterday. So this is going to the Senate. Um, today, it was supposed to go to the Senate, but uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, literally today's Tuesday, if you don't see this right away, literally said, uh, we're, we're shelving this for a little bit. They're going to have discussions. So they're not going to vote at least not this morning, maybe tonight, or even tomorrow. Now, this is all caused because of frickin' Trump, who was quoted last week saying, increase payments to the people, get rid of the pork. Now, this is the key statement here. We talked about it yesterday. Trump wasn't clear. Democrats heard the first part of it. They didn't listen to the second part of it. This bill does not decrease any pork. So that omnibus package, it's still going to be there. So this is looking to add another $464 billion to the deficit, taking that uh, relief package, that COVID relief package, from $900 billion to almost $1.5 trillion. Now, <coughs> you know this is a bad idea because the Democrats absolutely love it. And they love it because they only are paying attention to part of what Trump was actually trying to do. Nancy Pelosi said, House Demo uh, Nancy Pelosi said, the President of the United States has put forth as some as something that he wants to see in part of this his signing the legislation yesterday. I hope that the view will be shared by the Republicans in the Senate. What's worse and another reason you know this is a complete crap bill. Bernie Sanders said he will filibuster if the Senate doesn't have the votes to pass this bill. Now, the funny thing is, Bernie Sanders, which is, you know, he's just a crotchety old communist, also said that he wanted to eliminate the filibuster if the uh, Democrats actually won the Senate. Another reason why we need uh, to win those two Senate seats in Georgia which is really, really close. Uh, Sanders said on Twitter, the House passed a $2,000 direct payment for working people. Now it's the Senate's turn. If Mitch McConnell 
doesn't agree to an up or down vote to provide the working people of our country a 2000 direct payment, Congress will not be going home for Christmas Eve. Let's do our job. Here's the thing. There's a lot of Republicans that think we should take the extra debt on um, to get more money to the people who are suffering. As of now, there are probably a, it's probably about a 60% chance this bill will probably pass. Um, there are a couple problems with this bill. First, it doesn't have any real target, and some of the things it does target is actually, it, it, it's, it's not correct. They shouldn't be doing this. Though it sets limits on who will get the check, it doesn't distinguish with those who need versus those who don't need the check. If you are making $75,000 while living alone, you should not get a check. You have a job. Okay? It should be for those who are out of work because of this virus. It should be for the small business owner who can't open his business because idiots like Gavin Newsom has shut him down completely. This should not be considered a stimulus payment, which everyone says it is. Because it's not a stimulus payment. It's a relief payment. A recovery payment. And I can't stand... Hey, in Los Angeles, you can send me another $2,000. Or in San Diego. I've got nowhere to go with it. I'm not stimulating an economy that's down. The second problem with this is this is a lot of money. Someone who's earning minimum wage will be, minimum wage will be making more than they would working. They already, these folks who are not working because of COVID and are um, earning minimum wage, already now they're looking at getting a $600 payment now, $2,000 if um, this bill passes. They get unemployment. They get extra money because unemployment benefits have been extended. So they get more money in their next unemployment check. And unemployment benefits have been extended. So now they get an extra three months of unemployment. This is a lot of money that these folks are getting for not working. This is really encouraging people not to work. And I know this because when the first uh, payment came out, I can't say who, again, I can't say who, she was making more not working than she would have when she was working. This is not, should not be the point of this. Finally, dumping more money on the population, especially the population that doesn't need the money. Okay? Honestly, I don't need the money. They, if they sent me a $2,000 check, Okay, thank you. I really it's not going to it's not going to change my life. I can't go out. There's nowhere to go. I could go to the mall, but I don't I'm not going to do that. There there's no real thing to it. The real problem is these big cities and states need to open up their economies. That's what needs to happen. We need these economies to start creating jobs, start opening businesses. That's a stimulus. Because if Johnny knows where his next check's coming from and he knows how much he's going to get, Johnny is going to spend the money in the economy to get what he needs after he pays off his bills and stuff. Now, granted, that extra money, great. $600, great. 2000 I think, really high. 
he can use that to actually recover. But right now, we're in recovery stage here. But we can't get, no, we're not. We're in relief stage. We can't get to recovery until we finally open these economies and people can go out and get work. At that point, yes, this this check is helpful because we can actually kind of recover, catch up on our bills, catch up on our on our rent, right? We can re- start, this can be relief, but we are not going to be able to recover until we actually have jobs because the economy cannot recover by just dumping. And then, I, 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 I'm sorry, the science says we can open up our economies. That, uh, that a set of people who have pre-existing conditions and who are elderly really should stay inside for the next six months until they actually get their, their, flu sh- their virus shots, their vaccines. But that, a 20-year-old does not need to stay at home and do nothing all day and just get money from the government. That 20-year-old can go out that 20-year-old can work. And if that 20-year-old gets COVID, that 20-year-old gets COVID, he or she only has a 99.98% chance of survival, I know. But they go home, recover for 10 days. Now it's 10 days. It's not even 14 days anymore. And then go back to work. We need to open the economy. And we can't do that. We cannot recover. It's not recovery until the economy is open. This is going to be relief. It's not stimulus. And I, I really think that this is really what we need to do. I mean, I can get I, I would love to be able to do something really wild and crazy. Go to a restaurant. <coughs> I would love to go to a restaurant. I think the film industry has taken it in the chin. I think movie theaters are gonna close. Um there are things that are actually going to change. I'd like to go to a store. And not have to wait into a uh, wait in a forty person line to get into the store to buy something. The uh, California is a mess right now. California is a real mess. Every the delivery services, everyone bitches about how much money Amazon is making. Well, yeah, I can't buy any. I couldn't go to a bookstore to buy a book last week. So what I do, I ordered it on Amazon. So yeah, Jeff Bezos is getting the money. Good for him. He was smart. He was a pioneer. I'm not jealous of Jeff Bezos and all the money he's making. Like unlike a- AOC or um, AOC or Bernie Sanders, I think it's great what he's doing. But the reality is, I would have walked into Barnes and Noble and bought the books and been charged the same price, but I couldn't. They were closed, and I had to wait in line, and I had to have someone go get the book for me. Well, screw that. I'm not going to do that. I'll just order it on Amazon. It'll come right up to my, it'll come right up to my door in the next day. So, that's it. I I really don't think all this throwing money at things. The fact that the Democrats love this bill really should be scary. So last week, or it was two weeks ago, because I was actually out last week, um, and I've been really dying to to bring this story up. I'm I'm an English literature major. I studied some linguistics in in college. Um, I really enjoy language. I don't use it correctly all the time, but that's just me. I know how to write better uh, than I know how to speak. Uh, now I can't even, you can't barely understand me, so I can't speak well and I, you can't hear me. But the University of Michigan's IT departments have decided that certain words 
cannot be used when talking to their customers. Words like picnic, brown bag, and blacklist are considered offensive terms. Now, brown bag you might get, blacklist you might get, but picnic? Okay, let's just go to the story. So, uh, the words, the words matter task force. I love these names these guys come up with. Set up the school's information and technology services department listed more than two dozen words and phrases that could be perceived as offensive to some people. So, and they've provided an alternative term that could be used instead. Now, does that sound familiar? This isn't the first dumbass uh, college that actually did that. Heck, the um, uh, LGBTQRSTWXYZ also do this. You can't, she and he, you got to change words. Well, yeah, it's done. So the memorandum from the task force said, quote, to effectively communicate with customers, it is important for the ITS to evaluate the terms and language conventions that may hinder effective communication, harm morale, and deliberately or inadvertently exclude people from feeling accepted to foment a healthy and inclusive culture. Here's here, here's the thing. First off, um, I remember way back when that when I used to work, when I was in my 20s, my morale didn't count for shit. Sorry, it didn't. You do the job. If my morale sucked, guess what I did? I quit and I got another job. I, that's what happened. And inadvertently exclude people from feeling ex, ex, uh, accepted to foment a healthy and inclusive culture, I'm calling to get my password changed. That's what this department does. Oh, by the way, they've got a, a term for that too. I'm calling to get something fixed. I'm not calling to feel included. And some of these words, I mean picnic. Have you ever called your IT department and said the word picnic? Or heard that individual say the word picnic. Hi, I'm on my way to lunch and I'm going to a picnic with my girlfriend or something. Well, this is what they thought. And they don't tell you why. But the, the word picnic, according to, to them, is racist. Because it was banned because of a false suggestion on the internet. There's a shocker. That it originates from a racist, extrajudicial killings of African American. Um, a picnic is a 17th century French word, pique-nique, for social gathering in which attendees contribute food. That's what it actually means. Now, folks, this is the University of frickin' Michigan. I'm pretty sure they have a linguistics department there. And that, that department would probably be able to tell you uh, what the root of the word is. But apparently, they don't use that. Let's go over some of these words. I mean, okay, men or man. The alternative term is people, person. Uh, instead of man hours, for example, which is a common term, you say person hours. Uh, blacklist, whitelist, which, by the way, is an IT term. Uh, allowed, prohibit. Include, exclude, allow list, deny list, uh, uh, crack the whip, 
manage the effort closely. You know, this is not even common sense. Let's take a look at a couple other ones. Um, grandfathered, which is actually a rule. That's a very common IT term. For example, uh, you'll have a old system that you grandfathered the system in and grandfathered the system out. Legacy status, legacies in, exempted, excused. Wow. Hey, I like this one. I use these terms all the time. Gal, guy. Person or use the person's name. I use that all the time. That's a word. That's a word. That's a term I always use. Master slave. Now, this is something is also an IT. Also an IT term. If you have multiple hard drives within a server, you'll have a master drive and a slave drive. The master drive is what actually boots to the system. Believe it or not, we have actually changed that. It's now primary, uh, secondary. They say the same thing, leader, follower. I've never used master slave as leader, follower. I've used master slave as primary, secondary. We changed that one out a long time ago. Privileged account, again, that's something we always use. Privileged account is like an administrator account, an account that has more rights within a system. They want that change to elevated account. Um, I, again, it's just a word. Sanity check, because we don't want to insult crazy people. Uh, quick check, confidence check, coherence check. I, it, just, Just these things are all stupid. There's absolutely no reason to change anything. Then they got other words like off the reservation, native, um, honey, sweetheart, sweetie, which I thought was already something. How about this long time no see? I'm not exactly sure what that's a problem of. They say it has something to do with ageism. I mean, my glory, handicapped. I remembered when handicapped... You couldn't say cripple. You had to stay, say handicapped. Now you can't say handicapped. Now you need to cease. It's restricted. They keep changing it. Oh, it's just incredible. I really hate this crap. I hate it. Because when we start removing words, when we start changing phrases, and half the reason, half the th time, these people that are making these changes don't really know why they're making these changes. They don't really understand the root of where these phrases or where these words actually come from. We start having to worry about, and then God forbid, you don't know what the words or phrases are, and then you get into trouble for it. It's crap. So, you know, here's the thing. I'll continue to use those phrases. I Like master slave, I can't remember the last time I used that, but that was a very common term. Very common terms in the 80s and 90s. Those changed. And that just became part of the culture, the IT culture. But I absolutely hate it. Um, I suggest don't do it. Don't sit back and say like a guy and gal. You want to fire me because, hey, guy, what's up? I, I say that all the time. Ask if you ever, if I ever have Dave, ask Dave. He, he knows I say this all the time. Or that gal. I, it's just what I say. Believe it or not, that's just something that I heard a lot. And it was never offensive. Matter of fact, people thought it was kind of funny. So uh, this is the kind of BS, woke bullshit that I can't stand. 
And speaking of wokeness, what can be more woke than cancel culture? This is an absolutely terrible story. And some child, some coward, some person less than a man is actually being celebrated by the New York Times. So let's talk about the story. So four years ago, there was this 15-year-old girl named Mimi Groves. She got a driver's license. She sent a video of her behind her wheel on Snapchat to her friend. And that video, she said, I got my driver's N-word. Okay, and she used the modified form of the word. And she sent the friend a video. Well, somehow this video cruised around the school and it survived for years. Until last year, some guy, now this happened four years ago, girl was 15 years old. Some guy named Jimmy Galligan, who was a senior at the time with Groves at a school, ended up seeing the video. Galligan, uh, his mother is black, his father is white, said he was offended by the video. Now, I don't know if something bothers me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk up to you and I'm going to talk to you about it. And the kicker is Galligan didn't even know her. So it wasn't like they, he had an, a, he knew she existed. That's about it. And she, him. Typically such, so what he did was he held on to the video for a year. Uh, Groves ended up going to the University of Tennessee. She joined the cheerleading team. And the cheerleading team was a phenomenal team. It was one of it was a national championships for cheerleading, which I think is weird. And then Galligan, in woke bravery, posted the video on, online and it went viral. So what happened to Groves? She lost her position on the cheerleading team. She was asked by the University of Michigan not to go to the school, and she ended up leaving the University of Michigan. Now, I'm not 100% sure, uh, University, I'm sorry, not University of Michigan, University of Tennessee. Now, I'm not sure if she's got a legal case. I personally think, I I, I personally think there's got to be something. Gross ended up leaving. Now her life is in shambles. She doesn't know what to do. Groves told the Times, the New York Times, which actually published this piece of shit story, said, quote, I understand the severity of the word or the history and the context behind it. All the songs we listen to use this word, and I'm not using that as an excuse. It honestly disgusts me that those words would come out of my mouth. How you convince somebody that has never met you And the only thing they've ever seen of you is that three-second clip. Yeah. At 15 years old. 15 years old. Her life, college life, is ruined right now because she did something stupid at 15. And some cowardly son of a bitch decided to bring it back up again. And then the New York Times in our cancel culture world has decided to publish shit again. Well, Groves didn't just figure it out now that using the N-word was bad. She realized that back then, when one of her friends who was black said, 
you know, that's not a good word to say. You shouldn't have said it. And guess what she did? She apologized. According to that friend, who is still a friend of Groves, who is black, we're supposed to educate people, not ruin their lives, all because you want to feel a sense of empowerment. Now, I remember a time, and I remember this, a time way back. It was, I was 18, 19, and I was walking with my buddy at work, and he's Asian, and I had accidentally called him an Oriental. And you know what he did? He didn't post crap. He didn't have me fired. He sat there, oh, we don't like being called Oriental anymore. Uh, we like being called Asians. Orientals are rugs. Oh, I said I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Guess what? Over. Still my friend to this day. Galligan, Galligan could have actually gone over to this gal, brought it up when he saw the video last year. She would have said, yeah, I already apologized for that. It was just four, three years ago, four years ago. Uh, at this time, it was three years ago. And he probably would have found out, hey, she's a pretty nice gal. But no. They, they don't, he doesn't care. He's a big coward. This guy's a big pussy. So when asked about attacking her now from the New York Times, this is what Galligan said. If I never posted that video, nothing would have ever happened. Well, no, you could have gone up to her and said I was offended by that video and she would have apologized. That's what you could have done. And then something would have happened. But you're too, don't gutless to, too gutless to do that. I'm going to remind myself you started something. You taught someone a lesson. Wow. Big freaking man. Okay, there are a few things here. Uh, first off, cancel, cancel culture is evil and we should never fall into the tramp, trap. Uh, there was an actor this year, as a matter of fact, who made some sort of comment. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's a big actor. And he, he made a comment. I'd have to look up his name. I'm just coming off of this off the top of my head. And someone said, someone, they brought up, you got to cancel him. Um, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. And, and Mark Wahlberg's a conservative, so that's not a shock he said something. But, and he's tough guy. He's not going to put up with crap. And he said something. And everyone demanded an apology and this and that. And they didn't we wanted to cancel his films. They wanted all this crap. You know what Mark Wahlberg said? Nothing. He didn't even respond to it. And guess what happened? Cancel culture. The woke crowd walked away, went somewhere else. That's what you have to do when you're threatened to be canceled. Is just walk away, go somewhere else. They'll go somewhere else. Chances are, they're going to go after the guys like Galligan eventually because they're the ones that are constantly going to apologize. You think this, this freaking woke punk is doesn't have uh, any, anything in his closet? Bullshit. He does. And it will come back to bite him. And cancel culture with me? You come up, you come at me, I'm just going to look at you and say, you know, you got a problem with that? F you. I don't care. The other thing is the culture itself. Rap songs all use the N-word. I was even thinking of putting one up to sit back and say, hey, hello, are you really 
if a gal, my son used to say the N-word all the time because he was dumb and kept listening to this, to this thing. He would rap it and he would say it. It would annoy the living crap out of me. I hate words like that. And, and it was kind of like, it was because he was rapping songs. You know, it, it's just something that, you know, the culture influences and then they want to punish you. Listen, here's the thing. If the N-word is bad, it should be bad for everybody including those that are black and think they can use that word whenever they want. Hey, hello, listen to a Cardi B song. She says it's every other word. It's bad for everybody. It's either bad for everybody or it's bad for nobody. That's how it should be. Kids also probably shouldn't be on social media because they are going to post stuff that is going to come back to hurt them. Because kids have no prefrontal lobe, they have no self-control, they don't have any reason, they don't think about consequences from 10, 4 years from now, they don't think of things like that. Just stay off the social media. One of the reasons why no one is going to point to anything I've said is because there was no social media when I was 15. There was no social media when I was in my 20s. And trust me, I did and said some bad things, but it can't come back to hurt me because there's no record of it anywhere. Whereas anything you say or post on the internet, it's there forever. And finally, we do need to realize kids are kids. Kids do stupid shit. They really do. Again, no prefrontal cortex, no control. That's why your kids keep telling the adults and the parents how stupid they are because they really think they're stupid because they have no reason to think they do stupid things that's why insurance car insurance for kids is so high because they take stupid chances that's what kids do and we need to get off this this crap where we're going to hold a kid to the same standard which by the way cancel culture doesn't have a standard that's part of the problem with this whole thing we need we cannot hold a 15-year-old to the we can't hold a 20-year-old to the same standard as a 49-year-old. It's not right. It's just not right. Because heck, you don't even have a prefrontal cortex until about 24, 25. So people stop digging up what somebody said on Twitter 15 years ago and saying that's a reason that person can't exist. And that's what cancel culture is doing. They're not just saying shaming people, which is what it used to do. Now it's saying you cannot exist. You do not have a right to exist. And you're seeing that on you're seeing that from on Twitter, especially with Trump supporters and all this crap. It's really cancel culture is a scary thing. This could lead to some very bad things. Gulags prison for people that say the wrong word, fines for not saying, using the right pronoun and insulting somebody. It's really crazy, and we need to just fight against it. I read something, I think it was on Twitter, that said, you know what? This is ending. 2021 is going to be the new 1776, which is the American Revolution. I got a feeling Yep, that's probably going to happen, especially when Biden takes over and woke cultures tries to start um, influencing him and they start trying to do stupid things in the House and the Senate if the Senate ends up going Democratic. I think you're going to see a revolution in this country that 
is going to be it's going to be a cultural revolution, not a governmental re- revolution. We're not there yet, but you're going to see a cultural revolution where people are going to start pushing back and just saying "f you" to the cancel culture, to the woke crowd. I mean, the woke crowd just keeps switching the goalposts. So you can never be right with wokeness. Okay. You can follow me on uh, Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. I hope you guys have a great day. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.